Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell. For today, Sunday, March 29th, we thank you guys for tuning in tonight and for tuning in all month long. We really appreciate your support. I'm going to turn it over to Denise so she can greet you, and I believe she has beauty news for us tonight. Good evening, uh, you guys. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Um, welcome to another great show. Um, I just wanted to say really very quickly, um, and I hate to keep making my beauty news about COVID-19, but I just want to say I think everyone at this point should definitely be um, quarantining themselves and not going out, not doing too much. I know it's getting a little tricky and it's getting a little hard to be at home, but find ways of uh, getting things done, being productive because the cases are constantly increasing, um, especially here in the U.S., um, cases are increasing state by state everywhere. So it's so important that we stay at home, plain and simple, stay at home. No matter how um, it may be driving you crazy, we have to stay at home. People are dying left and right. And, I mean, you know, we can't, (laughs) I can't afford that. I don't know about anybody else, but. I don't want that happening to me or my family or my friends. So I'm just asking everybody to please, please, please stay at home. This is These are crazy times. This is something that we could have never imagined um, happening, actually happening. But it's happening. It's here. It's real. You know, we know people that are in the hospital, COVID-19, you know, um, people are dying, whether you know someone or not, people are dying. So please, please stay home. So PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, um, they're, they're, they have a PBA COVID-19 relief fund. And so they're asking for those people in the, uh, in the beauty business who are falling on hard times or, you know, they've lost their jobs due to COVID-19, um, you know, to reach out to, B- to PBA. Um, because they have monies that they want to give people. I mean, the money's not going to, you know, it's not like a bottomless pit where they can afford to give money to everybody. But if, you know, if you are falling on hard times and you really need something, something, you know, to like help you with groceries or something, um, they're offering they're offering $500 to licensed beauty professionals um, with, with support from, industry partners, Professional Beauty Association, and PBA Charities, they created a new fund to help uh, the beauty industry during this unprecedented crisis. The PBA COVID-19 Relief Fund will provide $500 to licensed beauty professionals who are unable to work due to COVID-19. The funding is intended to be emergency aid for short-term immediate needs such as food and bills. Um, we're all in this together as we're connected by passion and united by beauty. So if you're interested in this and you want to apply, you can go to pbacharities.wufu.com. That's pbacharities.wufoo.com. Again, pbacharities.wufoo.com. And there are, there are um, beginning to be a lot of um, funds set up like this for people in the beauty industry. So 
I would say, because there are going to be so many people applying. So I would say if you have and you can afford, you know, to pay your bills for, you know, the remainder of the year or for the next six months or what have you, I would ask that you would not apply and save it for somebody who's really falling on hard times. Because there are people, there are like single mothers out there in this beauty industry um, that have, you know, children. And because they're not in the salons, you know, they are, um, they're feeling it. So if you don't have to apply, please don't, you know, save this for, um, for, for those out there who really, really need it. This is a one-time thing. You apply. If, if you're selected, you get the $500, but that's it from this fund. So, you know, like I said, you. If, if, you can afford, if you can afford not to, don't do it. Is it specific to PBA members only, or anyone can, can apply that's in the BA it industry? Did not, it did not say. Um, it did not say. Um, let's see. It did not say. Well, also, if there are people out there who are willing to donate money to this fund, you could do that as well. If you just go to PBA Charities, again, same address, .wufu.com, um, you can uh, you can donate to this cause as well. Uh, I'm going to check on that because I was wondering okay. that myself. I didn't see that anywhere, so I'm going to check on that just to see. If that's the case, but you know, it's sometimes I feel like the more we think that um, they seem like they're not changing, they seem like it's not that bad. You're hearing about people left and right, you know, that are dying, and these are people, you know, they may be 56 years old, 66 years old, you know, they're dying. So we can't take it lightly, um, you know. Anybody and everybody is getting this, so we have to be careful, and we we have to be patient, and we have to wait it out. I mean, life seems like yeah, you know, life as we knew it is is changing. It's changed, so we just have to be very careful. So that's Absolutely. all I have for tonight. I wanted to get that out about the uh, the COVID relief fund that PBA has set up. If you okay. guys need more information, feel free to um, hit us up on our social media or call into the show. We'll be free to we'll be we'll be um, we'll give you the information um, that you need. And then also, I know that our union, our hair and makeup union, IATSE uh, Local 798. I know that there are some things that IATSE has put in place, and I can get that information and we can uh, make an announcement on next week's show or also posted on our, our IG page as well. For those who are members of IATSE Local 798, we can tell you guys exactly what's being put in place um, as far as programs for those who are in need. And just wanted to make one quick announcement about a date change. Um, the Beauty Experience, formerly known as IBS, I was supposed to be in March, early March, I believe, 8th through 10th, I believe was the original date, and it was postponed until August 1st through 3rd. I'll post that information as well. But for those of you who are interested in the beauty experience, formerly known as IBS New York, we will be now August 1st through 3rd of this year. And I'll also make announcements as I find out about other uh, shows so far for um Yeah, I wanted to I, I wanted met. to also make an announcement. Okay. Well that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna make um an announcement about IMAT. Um so that they were supposed to have a show in Vancouver on April fourth through fifth. And of course due to COVID nineteen this show has been postponed. But uh they will announce soon uh the new date for the Vancouver show. Um then for London was supposed to take place May 16th through 17th. And London, uh, of course, this show now has been canceled. Um, uh, has been canceled, right, or postponed, rather, um, right now. So then they'll give later dates as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I know that those are were the two coming up. I wasn't sure how long 
this is going to go on or what have you. So I think that was best to cancel that London date. That's late May in yeah. London, but still, I think that's still yeah. a little too soon. Yeah, and I mean, you know, and this okay. is in, in 23 years that they've been doing this. This is the very first time they've ever had to cancel or postpone a show. I mean, the only thing yeah. they have ever done is like switch the time of the year they've had it, but they've never canceled a show or postponed a show. So. Well, they're not the only ones, so. <laughs> no. They no, are not, not the all. only ones. All right, well, thank you for that. Um, we are excited about tonight's show. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we kind of touched on this topic a little bit with um, another guest of ours. But tonight, we have the pleasure of having Miss Natasha Bala on the line with us. Thank you, Natasha, for joining us. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me tonight. Absolutely. We're glad to have you on. Um, let's just jump right in. Uh why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about what inspired your health and wellness journey. Sure. Um, thank you. So I am a health and wellness coach, and what inspired my journey is my own experience. Um, more or less, I've always been healthy. I've always eaten healthy. And yet, a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I'm sure as everyone um others who have been diagnosed, once you're told that you have this kind of um, cancer or any illness, I guess, for that, you are shocked. And because I was always generally healthy, I was even more shocked. So what I realized was that being healthy is much more than just nutrition. It's also stress management and self-care techniques are really important. So that's kind of what started me on my journey and what keeps me going now. How would you define wellness? Um, I think wellness is taking care of yourself so that you are productive and healthy in every area of your life. So you want to always be physically, mentally, and emotionally well. And that comes through taking care of your body internally and externally, but also taking care of your mind and your emotions. Excuse me. <clears throat> and how would you how would you suggest um we go about doing those things? Um, you know, obviously when you think about physical wellness, people think about eating right, we think about exercise, um, but mental and emotional. I, I think sometimes I think in those areas we sometimes don't have a lot of quick solutions as to how to be healthier or take care of ourselves in that way. Right, absolutely. Well, you said it, nutrition number one is really, really important. So eating a lot of green leafy vegetables, fruits, um, even other vegetables that are not green or leafy are really important because those are the things that provide our bodies with the nutrition that we need to fight illness and just be healthy in general. But as you mentioned, um, Self-care is also really important, and mental and emotional well-being is really important. And if you're not taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally, those feelings and negative emotions can actually result in disease and illness in the body. So things like breathing techniques and meditation and just taking time to manage stress are really, really important. And I think people sometimes think that meditation has to be this long, drawn-out thing where they have to sit somewhere for an hour and just be quiet, but it doesn't have to be like that. You can spend five to 10 minutes a day meditating. That's all you need, like five to 10 minutes. And that will make such a huge difference in your stress levels. And that will heal your body and help your body stay healthy. How does one recognize, I mean, besides the obvious ways, are there ways to recognize that we're stressed? Like some people maybe stress and not realize it. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on your feelings. Like if you constantly need to be doing something or need to feel productive, sometimes that's a result of anxiety or being anxious. So I think sometimes you have to dig deeper and kind of go underneath what you're feeling, really pay attention to the feelings that you're having. Sometimes people may overeat or 
eat emotionally, and that's a sign of stress. Mm -hmm. And then if you have aches and pains in the body, sometimes that can be a sign of stress. So I think people really need to be more self-aware and just pay attention to what's going on in their mind and their bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we were talking about COVID-19 in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and um, now it's so important to make sure that our immune systems are in a good place. Um, Absolutely. How would you suggest we, how, you know, through proper nutrition, how would you suggest we strengthen our immune systems right now? What do you suggest we eat or drink um, to do that? I think the most important things to eat and drink are first, a lot of vegetables. Um, Again, just vegetables have the nutrients and the antioxidants that we need to keep our cells functioning properly. So that's really, really important. And same with fruits. Fruits are also important. They have a lot of vitamins and antioxidants. Um, We want to drink a lot of water. Because COVID-19 is a respiratory disease, it's really important to keep our mucous membranes moisturized. And that happens through drinking a lot of water throughout the day. When our mucous membranes are moisturized and when they're hydrated, I guess the best way to explain it is that germs and bacteria don't stick to them as easily. So you'd be more easily able to blow your nose and blow away those germs rather than them getting stuck and getting into the hard surfaces of your nose and your sinuses and entering in the body. So that's why drinking water is really important right now as well. So we have friends who don't like to drink water. How would you suggest or what would you suggest we say or do to help her in that area? Um, You know, some people, and I'll have to admit myself, I don't drink a lot of anything, but I know the importance of drinking water, so I do try to drink a lot of water. But, I mean, but some people just aren't big drinkers of anything at all. So how would you suggest getting that water in? I think first maybe just becoming more aware, and I know this sounds a little bit extreme, but maybe even setting an alarm on your phone so that every hour you have a glass of water. Because if you're doing things throughout the day, sometimes you just tend to forget or you don't think about it, you know, especially if you're not thirsty. So for someone who really wants to start drinking more water, maybe setting an alarm or setting a timer might be a good idea to get them into the habit. And in addition, if someone's not drinking water, maybe they don't like the taste of it. So there are a lot of different things that we can do to make the taste um, a little bit more flavorful. You can cut up chopped fruit and strain the the juice of that fruit into your water. You can add lemon into your water or lime. Um, and another thing that's great is that fruits and vegetables are really full of water. So if you have things like mm-hmm. cucumbers or watermelon or strawberries, those are another way that you can actually get water into your body without just drinking water. Without just drinking, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, as a beauty professional yourself, and so are we, as beauty professionals, you know, this whole wellness thing is is definitely something that we need to be interested in and concerned about in more ways than one. So for ourselves as well, because sometimes like my sister and I, we work on film and television sets a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we're trying to get our water in during the day. But, you know, that makes you also run to the bathroom. So it takes you away from your your work, your job, um, having to go to the bathroom all the time. We still drink a lot of water regardless, but I'm just saying for some people, mm-hmm. they they put the water on hold until maybe when they get home or something like that. And then if that's the case, they may not be getting all that they need in one day. Um, so a lot of times we put things off, you know, how much water we drink or eating properly. Sometimes you're on these film sets and you have craft services over mm-hmm. here with all the good stuff, all the sugar, all the salt, all the this, all the that. And then they're serving food all day throughout the day. And then when you go to lunch, you know, that's a whole nother beast because everything there is full of salt and butter and all this stuff. So you're on a film set. This is what's presented in front of you. And you're saying to yourself, well, I have to eat because, you know, we're here 
good 16 hours a day or what have you. So a lot of times we don't do the, a lot of times people or beauty professionals on film sets don't do the right thing because of what's presented to them. And then on the other hand, um, and I'm, I'm, what I'm leading up, my question that I'm leading up to is how does wellness relate to beauty, um, to beauty, you know, and, it's, and I'm speaking of just in general, how do, we, how do we relate all the information that we learn about health and wellness to beauty? One, as, as beauty professionals who we should be kind of being an example for our clients, but then also how do we relate it to what we're doing with our clients? Beauty professionals, I have found, are the people who give so much to others without giving enough to themselves. So as a part of self-care and wellness for beauty professionals, I think professionals need to start learning that they need to start putting themselves first and self-care is not selfish. So if you're on a film set or if you're even in a salon, you know, you're working with clients, like you said, you're presented with different things to eat that you may not have control over. But I think beauty professionals need to remember that they are in control of their actions. So when you're on set or even in the salon and there's like a bowl of candy or something like that, it's up to each of us to make good choices. So you may want to eat the chips and you may want to eat whatever else is available in front of you. I like the method of crowding out. And basically what that means is eat what you're is what you want to eat. Go ahead and eat those chips or whatever else may be in front of you. However, before you eat that, eat half of your plate of vegetables. I don't care if people are eating like basically whatever they want. If you want some chicken fingers, go have the chicken fingers. But before you have them, just try to have some vegetables. And what you'll find in time is that those vegetables will start, first of all, putting nutrition in your body, which will start helping you. But then also, as the day goes on, you're not going to want the other snacks that may not be as healthy for you after you've been eating the vegetables. And over time, the more you do that, your body will actually craving vegetables. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds like, oh, my God, that's never going to be happening to me. I'm not going to ever want to eat vegetables, you know. No, but happens. your body <laughs> – your body starts getting so used to actually getting the nutrition it needs that it stops wanting the other stuff. And then as far as drinking water, same thing goes. I know that it's tough during the day, especially when you're working with clients, you would have to drink water, then take a, a break for the bathroom and that sort of thing. But we have to take care of ourselves because no one else is going to take care of ourselves. And I don't know if you guys know these, um, a couple of stats, but People in the beauty industry have more higher rates of cancer and other illnesses than other industries, and it's because we don't take care of ourselves. So that's why I'm on this mission to really just informing the beauty industry and beauty professionals and telling them how better to take care of themselves. But it starts with yourself. Let's talk a little bit more about um, um, our physical well-being as it relates to wellness and how important – exercise is to not just our physical well-being, but our mental well-being as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exercise is a critical, long, drawn-out thing where you spend an hour and a half working out every day. If you can get 30 minutes of moderate exercise a day, you're doing something great for your body. And not only is exercise great for, obviously, you know, burning calories and weight loss and that kind of thing, but exercise is really important for stress management as well. Exercise once you've gotten in a routine, it will actually start bringing down your blood pressure and your stress levels. And it will give you an opportunity to get rid of like toxic energy that you may be holding in your system. So exercise is just as important as nutrition is. Now, do you have um, any suggestions for beauty professionals? Like if, if you're on set all day and, and, you know, so it's not like, I know sometimes at like lunchtime, we're at lunchtime, sometimes we would go out and the weather was nice and like jump rope or mm-hmm. or try just walking around, you know, a little bit just to get some form of exercise. And sometimes people would bring their bikes to work, you know, if we were like shooting on a stage and we had areas where we could ride around, you know, people mm-hmm. would bring their bikes and try to get a little exercise in. Do you have any suggestions on what beauty professionals can do 
and you know, and the little bit of downtime that they that they get. Yeah. So the things that you mentioned are ex- are excellent um, ideas. So during your break, if you can go outside and take a short walk around the block or something like that, that would be great. And if you get like if you're working from 5 a.m. to whatever time. If you get two or three breaks and you're able to do that little walk, that will start making a difference. If you're a beauty professional who's in the salon, similarly, go outside during lunch, take a little break, take a little walk. And what I've actually been teaching some salon staff is that they can have their own little exercise, like routines during the day. So, for example, at one time, if possible, I mean, obviously it depends on clients and stuff, but if the entire salon can stop and take a five-minute break to do jumping jacks and a couple of other exercises, that will boost everyone's serotonin levels and just make everyone feel joyful and happier and more less stressed, and obviously it's good for your body. So just, again, being aware and trying to take small steps every day to make these things happen. You can't, you know, right. take large steps and expect everything to happen. It happens gradually. So right. just don't be too hard on yourself, but take small steps. Well, and one, another suggestion I that I have for um, a suggestion that I have for um, beauty professionals, especially in the hair salon, um, and even those people who may sit and do lash extensions all day, because I know people who they just book their clients back to back to back, and they may only give mm-hmm. themselves like thirty minutes in between. But my suggestion is to give yourself a full one-hour lunch, and don't you know. Don't book your appointments for like every fifteen minutes. Like you should be mm-hmm. booking your appointments per the service. So if it's a service where somebody's getting color, then you know space that out so that, and then don't try to like squeeze someone else in there while you know while I guess you know you have foils on your hair and the colors working and you're trying to squeeze someone else in there right. to, to maybe do a shampoo and a cut or whatever. Just I, I just feel like. Some beauty professionals do too much in one day, and I feel like they're not giving themselves enough time to do just that, stretch, you know what I mean, and maybe, like, do a couple of jumping jacks or something or or to take a quick little 10, 15-minute walk because they don't have the time because now they have to rush and eat within 30 minutes of, um, and then, you know, they're back to doing the next client. It's exactly. the same process over five to six days a week for some beauty professionals. And I think yeah. that kind of thing has to stop. Right. And also doing that kind of thing, taking clients back to back and not giving yourself a proper break, it really takes a toll on your body. So like for someone who does hair, whose arms are constantly up and, you know, using the hairbrush and blow dryer mm-hmm. and whatever else it may be, that really starts taking a toll on your muscles. So there has mm-hmm. to be a point where you can step back from the chair and give your muscles a break. And taking that walk or stretching during that break, that's why that's so critical to do that. Right. Right. Absolutely. What would you say are, like, some of the most important things we need to know and remember or be aware of when it comes to wellness? I think some of the most important things to remember – First of all would be nutrition. Just make sure that you're eating as best as you can. And, again, if you're eating, you know, some of the quote-unquote wrong things, that's fine. Just add those fruits and vegetables in. Um, The other thing is stress management. Breathing techniques are really, really easy. There's one breathing technique actually called the 478 technique. And literally what you're doing is you're breathing in quickly through your nose for four seconds, holding it for seven seconds, and then breathing out quickly for eight seconds. If you do eight rounds of that, you will literally change your mindset in your entire body. So if you're really stressed at one point and, you know, you've got back-to-back clients, just take five minutes and do the four-seven-eight breathing technique. And, of course, because it's called the four-seven-eight breathing technique, it's pretty easy to remember what to do. Um, and <laughs> that will really help. Um, And third, I think if people could start drinking more water, that is also really, really important. Because like I was saying before, water is really important for our mucous membranes and our cells to function properly. But it also improves focus. So if you're feeling lethargic during the day or if you're starting to feel tired around 2 or 3 o'clock, have a glass of water. And it's very likely that that will actually give you some more energy. 
So I think those would be the top three things um, for wellness. Mm. And let, let's focus a little bit on nutrition just a little bit more. Um, sure. And I know we talk, you're, you're talking a lot about eating, you know, your, your vegetables and your fruits. Um, but, you know, a lot of people struggle in that area um, because sometimes it's, you know, it's, there's these diets, you know what I mean? Like, okay, mm-hmm. so somebody's doing the Mediterranean diet and then somebody's doing the blood type diet and then somebody's doing, you know, whatever the name of the diet is. And then when they can't follow through mm-hmm. for whatever the reason, then they go back to their old ways. Right. How do you how do you get people when you're when you're speaking to people about wellness and health? How do you get people to understand that we have to look at wellness as a lifestyle? It's not just a quick diet that you do, you know, for whatever length of time. Um, and for some people, for instance, like uh, the blood type diet. That for me is a way of life for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I didn't necessarily choose that as oh, a way to lose weight. It's something that I chose to um, kind of live live by. So, for some people, how do you get them to understand like this is a way of life? We can't treat it <clears throat> like it's some fly by night diet, right? I think each person is different and where they are on their journey is different. So when I'm working with clients, I am very particular about just noticing where they are on this journey. So whereas it may click for you that using this blood type diet, you know, you actually have to make lifestyle changes and now it's more of a lifestyle than a diet for you. Someone else may not be able to grasp that so easily or may not be open to grasping that so easily. So, I often tell people to forget about diets. Basically, mm-hmm. no matter what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to heal an illness or something that you have, what you need to do is start eating what's going to be healing for your body. And what are those healing mm-hmm. things? The healing things are the things with the most nutrition, right? So we're going back to fruits and vegetables. Um, mm-hmm. So regardless of what kind of diet you think you need, body actually needs is the nutrition. So if you're eating the right fruits and vegetables, you will eventually start to lose weight. If you're eating the right fruits and vegetables, your body will start paying attention and start getting what what it needs to start fighting the illness or disease that's going on within the body. So I think everyone is different, but it's hard for me to just say, oh, yeah, listen, it's a lifestyle change because everyone is on their unique journey and it takes everyone time and they must be open to realizing that. So I think it also goes back to what I was saying before about taking small steps. Each day you take one step towards your goal, and over time those will end up resulting in larger leaps. Absolutely. With with a lot of the clients that you have, what are some of the things that when they come to you, what are, where are they, I guess, in their journeys when they, when some of them come to you? Are some of them coming to you like, okay, help me? Or do you have clients that come to you, they kind of started on the journey and then they, they're coming to you, I guess, just to make sure they're doing the right things or, or, or they're looking for some type of change where are they when they when when you meet with your clients? Um, I think it's a variety, and recently I've been working more with beauty professionals who want to make changes to their overall lifestyle. So I think they're finding mm-hmm. that they are feeling unhealthy. Maybe they drink too much, or they smoke and. In the salon, like we were talking about before, they're not taking breaks. They're skipping lunch because they have clients, and they find at the end of the day they're just feeling crappy, and they're tired of feeling like this. So I have a lot of um, people that I help in that realm where they're just not feeling well. Like they may not necessarily have an illness or something like that, but they want more energy, and they want more help in those terms. 
So I've been working with a lot of clients um, who want that. And then I also do work with people who want to improve their autoimmune conditions. So autoimmune diseases are skyrocketing. Almost, you know, every other person has one. And that can range from anything from psoriasis or eczema to lupus to a thyroid disease. And I've been working with, I'm sorry? Why do you think that it's skyrocketing? I think it's because we are constantly bombarded with toxins. Um, So every day in our lives, whether it's the things that we're eating, the junk food we're eating, um, our air quality is not great. Those are toxins in our bodies that start building up over time. So if those toxins start building up, our liver, which is the organ that removes all those toxins, starts eventually getting tired. And for people who are not eating nutritionally, not only are they combating all of the toxins in their bodies and their liver is getting tired, but they're also not getting the nutrition they need to support their liver and their other organs to get those toxins out. So I think that plays a major role, not only in autoimmune disease, but also why cancer is rampant these days. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot, and it's you know it's a lot um, you know that we that I guess beauty professionals put themselves through. How right. does how does sleep how does sleep play into all of this? Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. Thank you. Um, sleep is absolutely mm-hmm. critical as well. When we are sleeping, that's our body's time to rejuvenate itself and heal itself and renew itself. So without proper sleep, our cells are not getting the rest they need. And it's really important to get seven to eight hours of sleep a night. And I know that's really difficult for some people, but if there's anything you can do to try and start getting that sleep, it's really, really important. Because in addition to the nutrition and the exercise, sleep is also a top Thing that people need for proper health. Hmm. Seven to eight hours. Yeah, I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but <laughs> it, it is yeah, really, just, really important. And unfortunately, our lifestyles and our society now, you know, we've just all become so busy. So mm-hmm. if there's any silver lining to this whole COVID-19 thing, I think it's forcing people to stay in and to rest, yeah. you know, get more sleep. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I hope that after this, you know, some of these new things that people are now doing, resting more, that all continues. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, the reason why I responded that way about the sleep is because <clears throat> I think about, again, on film and television sets. So, for instance, if we're on a uh, television set, we're probably going to get like a, what is it, like a nine-hour, eight-hour, nine-hour turnaround? Mm-hmm. Something, something like that, and so right. uh, say that again. I said right. Oh, okay. Nine hour. So like around. a nine, a nine hour turnaround, and so um, you know, for the for makeup for the makeup hair and costume people, you know, we come in before everybody else. We come in a little early with this so we can be with the talent, and um, so you're looking at hair and makeup, we're going to do at least a 14-hour day. So on average, your average day is 12 hours. Of course, you can go over. So we're going to do, um, because we're in at least two hours before the cruise, we're going to do at least 14 hours. Sometimes, you know, depending on how long we shoot in a day, we may be doing um, 15, 16 hours. Depending on how far you have to drive home, you get a nine-hour turnaround. So in that nine hours, you have to drive home, get home, prepare for the next day, go to sleep, and get back up and be back at work within that nine-hour period of time. With all of that being said, sometimes it's very hard to get seven uh, seven to eight hours of sleep. So how would you suggest... For someone who may be in that type of situation, how do we how do we get our rest? I suggest that you do your best. You can't control everything, right? Yeah. So there are going to be weeks where you're on film set. You can't control that. 
So the times when you're not on set, then maybe you can do a little bit more, take a couple of extra steps to make sure that you are getting that proper sleep. Um, and it, it goes, you know, that's, that's what people should be doing with everything, whether it's sleep or eating. Just do your best. You can't control everything. Right. You know, you can only control what you can control. So that's why it's so important to keep putting yourself first. Within those nine hours you were saying, you know, you have to get back home, you have to do all of these things. If you can try to get, you know, as much sleep as you can, just maybe plan ahead in some way, that would be awesome. But another thing that's really important is if you can't get those seven to eight hours, it's okay. When you can, do it. If you can't do it all the time, right. that's okay. It's worse to stress over it, you know, right. um, than to it's, – it's just better to just not stress over it and just do your best in every way. Okay. But, you know, I think, I yeah. think for the two of us, I know, I know what our problem is because a lot of times <laughs> we'll come home and, we'll, and, we'll, and you're laughing because you, know, you already know what I'm going to say – we come home and we try to do too much. You know, it's mm. like, okay, I got to book a guest for a beauty talk. Or, oh, I've got to do this. Well, the thing is, sometimes when we're on set, instead of looking at our phones, looking on social media, maybe we should be at that time trying to send out emails and book guests for beauty talk then so that when you come home at night, don't pick up something extra to do, just go to bed. Exactly. And that's something that I think that we have to work at. And so I'm kind of like really, you know, not really excited about <laughs> these times and what's going on, but I'm kind of, you know, grateful to have the time, you know, to have the time to just settle down and to be able to plan ahead now and to get a lot of things done now and just kind of get in the habit of putting myself first and get in the habit of eating the right things. And and so my sister can tell you and all of our friends can tell you, I, I get on everybody every day about drinking water because mm-hmm. I've finally gotten to the point of, you know, doing at least 64 ounces of water a day. And that was, that was my starting point. And I've been doing that since January 5th. I've been consistent every day, 64 ounces, sometimes more, sometimes it's like 72 or whatever, but my goal is 64 and I've been, and I've been doing it. And the only way that I could do it for myself is to just do it. Stop complaining about it. Just do it. So I found ways of being able to get that water down. Like my sister said, she's not much of a drinker of anything. That's the same with me, but I found a way to get my water down because I know it's important because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, lose weight. I'm trying to be healthier. Um, so in order for me to do that, I know I have to get my water in. I know I have to get my rest. I know I have to, you know, get a certain amount of exercise in. So I'm forcing myself to do it. I'm yeah. just doing it. Good for you. You know what I mean? Good for you. And I'm just, tr- I'm just trying to, like, with everything else. So now at night when I go to bed, now this whole COVID thing has really messed me up with, with my sleep because I'm up late at night doing stuff, you know, <laughs> But then it gets to a point, I, I say to myself, you know what? We're quarantined. There's always tomorrow. It can wait until right. tomorrow. You know what I mean? And then Absolutely. I just go to bed and just don't think about it and just go to bed. It can wait until tomorrow. I have to right. I have to try to get that seven to eight hours in. I mean, I've, I've got to. And I just keep thinking, this is for your health. Don't wait until something happens and you get sick to start this. Exactly. Do it now so that you don't get sick or, you know, so that you hope you don't get sick. But do it now. Do what's right for yourself now. Exactly. Now, I mean, I it sounds like to, you found to, some really great ways to make that happen. Yeah, we have to stop playing. We just really have to stop right. playing with it. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, meditating. Do, are there any resources or do you have any suggestions on how um, people can start the whole meditation thing? Um, I was on Instagram the other day, and, you know, everybody's doing lives all over the place. And so there's mm-hmm. an actress um, that I worked with years ago when she was much younger, and she she's doing, I think she does it on Mondays now, like every Monday, she's doing like these little meditation sessions. And I, so I last week I did, uh, this past week I did it with her, and it was it was great. I was like, oh, God, I need to start doing this. I need to start meditating more, like, you know, continue doing this and just taking the time to just like you said, five or ten minutes, five or ten right. minutes. And I think the whole 
meditation session may have been like maybe 10 minutes or so. And it was, it was good because it just, it kind of gets you to just settle down and to really focus on nothing but breathing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And don't and you, you kind of lose better yourself in all like of that. Even just that five you to do. ten minutes, didn't it make you feel so different afterwards? Yep. Yep, because you let everything go. You just exactly. let everything go. Exactly. And I think we need I, that. I think we we need that that short period of escape. You know what I mean? To just let it all go. The stress, the just you know, the whole COVID nineteen thing. Stop looking at the news all the time and just just let it go because I think you exactly. can find yourself. I know I, I did on this past Saturday. I just found myself in this funk, and it was like I, I was not motivated to do anything. And it took me a while to, to just really get it together. I mean, I wasn't motivated to do anything, but I did get my workout in earlier that day before before <laughs> I got into this funk, thank God. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just I think we're all going to have those days where we're just like – kind of over it all, you know? Right. So we have to find a way to kind of keep it together. Just whatever you can do to, you know, take care of yourself, that's really important. And you asked for a couple of um, resources for meditation. There's a couple of apps which are really good. One is called Calm, and another is called Headspace. And then also you can just... Google some um, meditations. Deepak Chopra has some really great ones on YouTube as well as on his Mm -hmm. website. And Mm -hmm. um, next week, what I would actually like to start doing is hosting a couple of those little like live meditation things on Instagram. So if anyone is interested in that, yeah. So I can definitely send you more information once I put those together. Yeah, definitely send that. So yeah, we'll put that out there on our our Instagram and we'll we'll come along. Awesome. I would love that. But meditation is, so how, it's, it's really amazing. How important is being social to your well-being? I think it's important to have good connections. So I think when we say how important is it to be social? Just people have so many different ideas of what it means to be social to them. For example, I'm an introvert, so I don't do well all the time when there's, you know, many people around me and I need breaks from that sort of thing. But I know that I've got my close friends and those connections keep me thriving. For someone else, that may be a little bit different. Maybe they thrive in a, you know, a larger sort of, atmosphere with more people but I think it's more important to focus on the connections the genuine connections you have with people and not Mm -hmm. worry so much about being social but just have good friendships have have good relationships good relationships yeah yeah absolutely and it's also important to protect your energy you had said something earlier that just had me thinking you know it's okay to turn off the news and Stop watching mm-hmm. everything going on about COVID-19 because that really does take a toll. I had to stop watching the news on Friday. I just told myself 15 minutes a day and that's it because it started bringing up my own anxiety. And mm-hmm. whether it's with relationships, friendships, you know, family members, it's, and even clients, of course, it's important to protect your energy. If you find someone is constantly negative or bringing out some negative, you know, feelings in you, it's okay to take a step back and put some space between yourself and the other person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's, so what's next for you as far as um, health and wellness? Is there something or anything that you want to do that you haven't done as far as spreading the word and, and, and getting to people um, talking about health and wellness? Is there anything you haven't done that you would like to do? Um, yes. At first, I think I would like to reach more people. I think I've been reaching um, some of the beauty industry, some of the beauty community, but I would like to do that on a larger scale. And I would also like to continue to hold more workshops, um, going into salons and even barbershops and that sort of thing, and teaching the staff how to better take care of themselves and just teaching people simple, easy things they can do every day to heal themselves, to feel more energetic, and just to be more happy overall. 
What's been some of the feedback you've gotten from some of the salon professionals that you've you've spoken to? We've gotten, or I've gotten, um, I said we because sometimes I hold workshops with other people, but we Mm -hmm. get some fantastic feedback because I think people are starting to realize that self-care and wellness is really, really important. And beauty professionals in particular are starting to realize, especially as they get older, I think that their bodies don't feel good anymore. Their muscles hurt, their legs hurt, different things are happening. And it's because of this industry. It's because of their work and their craft because they've been doing the same things year after year. So I think that the information that I'm sharing now with people is really resonating. However, I think sometimes people are also scared. They don't want to hear that they may not be doing the right thing. You know, they know it on some level. Right. Maybe they're not eating as well as they should be. But no one likes to be told that. So I'm very careful in just always telling people, just do your best. You can't control everything. You can't do everything, but just do your best always. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any, um, this is going to sound crazy, any suggestions maintaining our sanity throughout all of this? And, and then also any suggestions on just like quick tips on how we can, how we can boost our immune system during this time? Because I think, I think, of course, all the things we talked about tonight as far as eating properly, but I think also exercise and just movement is important as well mm-hmm. to help to keep our lungs uh, where they, you know, where they should be. So do you have any, any quick suggestions on immune system building and how do we keep and maintain our sanity? Yes. So let's start with maintaining sanity. News. I would say no more than 10 or 15 minutes a day. I think that's really yeah. important. Also, come up with things to do every day. If you're not currently going into the salon and working, create projects around the house. Like, for example, last week I cleaned all of the windows in my place because they needed to be cleaned for, you know, months, and it wasn't getting done while uh-huh. I was working. So now that I'm home, I'm able to do that. So have projects because that makes you feel productive. That makes you feel like you're still doing something every day rather than just sitting in front of the TV, watching the news and getting more and more anxious. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, breathing techniques are really important to maintain your sanity. The four, seven, eight technique is really easy, eight to 10 rounds, and you will feel amazingly different and better. Um, And keep positive people around you. Speak to positive people. You know, we all have to maintain our relationships. So sometimes you come across people who you know, maybe having a rough time or maybe having some anxiety. So maybe you can give them something positive and really just try to surround yourself with people and things that make you feel good, not make you feel bad. Right. Um, As far as the quick things to do to boost your immune system, definitely green leafy vegetables. So things like spinach and kale, um, collard greens, that sort of thing. Whether you're eating them Mm -hmm. raw or you're cooking them, they're really easy to make. They don't take a lot of time. If you can, buy organic. I find that to be really important. Um, If you can't, again, you do what you can. And if you can't do it, that's okay too. But green leafy vegetables, lots of fruits. Fruits are very high in vitamin C, and that's important right now because vitamin C boosts our immune system. It keeps our cells healthy, and it keeps them from getting sick. Um, Water, as we've been talking about, proper sleep and exercise. I think those are the five things to your immune system and keep your immune system healthy right now. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned organic, and I'm glad you did that because I, it was something that I wanted to address. So, and then like you said, if you can, because a lot of times organic is more expensive and some people, you know, right. don't want to put the money out for it. But in terms of, you know, getting to a healthy place, um, is it a big deal if you don't buy organic? I think that if you can buy it organic, that's important because before we were talking about our livers, right? And our livers remove toxins from our bodies. Every mm-hmm. time we eat a vegetable or fruit with pesticides on it, our liver has to remove that from our body. 
So while our liver is doing that, that means our liver and our other organs are not focusing on possibly healing something in the body or fighting something off. So for example, let's say there is a germ that has entered our body and we're about to catch a cold. So our body now is worrying about removing toxins rather than fighting off the cold. So I'm, I'm oversimplifying this, of course. You know, obviously our bodies are very well able to maintain a plethora of processes all day long. But if we can control a few things and remove a few toxins from our bodies and from our lives, I think that's really important. And that's why I suggest organic. And like you said, I know that it could be really expensive. So EWG.org has this great list. It's called the Clean 15 and there's another list called um, the Dirty Dozen. So on the Clean 15 are 15 fruits and vegetables that you can buy conventional, meaning they don't need to be organic because they don't, they're not grown typically in this country with a lot of pesticides. However, the Dirty Dozen list, those are 12 fruits and vegetables that are often grown with a lot of pesticides. So those are the 12 that you want to try to buy organic as much as possible. And it's easy to Google those two lists um, and get that information. So if you can at least try to buy those 12 organic, that's great. And then the rest you don't have to worry about too much. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. Anything else you want our listeners to know about health and wellness? Um, I think just reiterating what I said before, do what you can. It's really important for us to take care of our bodies on a daily basis and not just, you know, it's interesting since this COVID-19 has been running rampant, I've been getting a lot of questions about what people can take, what supplements they should take or what they should eat. And the thing is, these steps should be taken on a daily basis. You should be boosting your immune system and eating nutritionally on a daily basis so that when something like a COVID-19 or something else comes around, even just, you know, a cold or the flu, you want your body to be in the can be to fight these things off. And even if you do get it, you want to be in a position where your body is able to fight it off and heal as quickly as possible. But all of a sudden, just eating a bunch of fruits and vegetables, while that's still great, it's not going to protect you in the long run. It really is something that needs to be done on a daily basis and an ongoing basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. And last question, Natasha. What is your definition of beauty? Um, My definition of beauty is feeling good physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, and when you feel good in these three areas, you naturally radiate beauty. You know, if you're, if you're struggling in any of those areas, your natural beauty struggles as well. So it's important to feel good and be well in those three areas. Nice. Nice. Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You want to shout out where people can find you um, online or on social media? Oh, yeah, sure. That would be great. Thank you. Um, So my Instagram is ToshVibe13. That's T-A-S-H-V-I-B-E 13. And I give a lot of um, easy, quick, you know, meal prep ideas, a lot of fruits and vegetables, why they're good for you and that. Follow me, ToshVibe13. Nice. Last question. I thought that was the last question, but since you said sure. how do you feel about eating out? Um, I actually eat out quite a bit. It just kind of comes with the lifestyle, I think, but it, mm-hmm. it goes back to what we were talking about before where we've got to take responsibility and make good decisions. So even though I do eat out quite a bit, I do try to make good decisions. I try to include my fruits and vegetables. And when I'm eating at home, I'm very particular about what I eat. And I do that just because I know there are going to be many times where I'm out and about and I can't control what I'm eating. So, again, you just do your best when you can. And, you know, over time, those small things that you do will end up to be big results. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is good information. Um, This is needed information. Um, 
especially now at a time like this, is a great time to kind of start um, thinking about things. You know, we take take the time mm-hmm. to stop, slow down, and think about our daily habits, what we're eating, what we're not eating, what we should be eating, um, what we're doing, what we should be doing. Um, so I think this is definitely timely and necessary. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity. This was really amazing, and I really enjoyed speaking to you both. Absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And then maybe maybe down the road we can get you back on um, before August, and you can talk about um, the beauty experience. Absolutely. I would love that. All right. right, Thank you. We're going to be following you on social media and we're going to be looking out for those uh, meditation sessions. Sounds exciting. Sounds great. Thank you so much, ladies. Have a good night. Absolutely. You You do the same. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. That was great information um, from Natasha Bala. Um, she's a health and wellness coach in New York City, and uh, great information. We, This is our second uh, health and wellness um, interview that we've had on this show, and they both have been really, really good. Um, and it's something that we wanted to do and talk about because it's, it's really important, and as beauty professionals, we don't take the time to um, – make sure that we're eating properly because, you know, we're so busy servicing other people that we're not taking the time to put ourselves first. And just like she said, um, self-care is not selfish. So that's something that we have to really think about and consider and just start putting things into practice one little small step at a time. And that's all it takes is just one little small step. It just takes a little effort on our parts, but um, we can do better at doing better for ourselves. So again, thank you to Natasha Bala for joining us tonight. And we'll be following her at Tasha Vibe 13 to see what else she's doing. She gives great tips. And um, she also, she just said tonight that she's going to start doing meditation sessions. So if anyone's interested in that, you can follow her on Instagram. And we'll be posting more information about that as well. Again, thank you to our friends all over the world. Um, who tune in every single night. We have um, a listener in Texas who's on every night. Thank you so much for um, hanging in there with us. Um, Thank you, guys, Um, our friends in London and our friends in Australia and and in Asia. Thank you for tuning in. We have friends here in the United States all over, right here in the Atlanta area, those who are in New York and in Baltimore and D.C., the Carolinas, thank you, Los Angeles, Chicago. Um, thank you guys for just tuning in and joining us each and every Sunday night. We really, really appreciate you. We appreciate your support. And we do this for the beauty industry. So if there's anything you guys that we don't talk about and that you're interested in talking about, let us know. Send us a message. We'll try to bring guests on who can talk about those topics or we'll talk about those topics. So this is for you all. So, you know, let us know what you'd like to hear or like to talk about. And you can always send us emails at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. And then you can always DM us on Instagram. We are beauty underscore underscore media underscore talk. And on Twitter, we are beauty underscore talk. On Facebook, we are beauty talk online. So check us out anywhere get information out to us. We'll be glad to try to accommodate you guys as best as possible. Again, thank you for listening and tuning in tonight. Everyone, please be safe. Stay in, like my sister was saying. And then as far as wellness, just like Natasha said, do the best that you can. It's That's all right. a work exercise, in progress. Exercise, drink your water. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry, exercise, Absolutely. Drink, your, drink your water, eat your fruits and vegetables, and get seven to eight hours of sleep. Yep. I think one of the biggest things that I'm going to have to work on is that seven to eight hours of sleep. Um, yeah. So, because, you know, sometimes sometimes you don't even feel tired, you know, and you're like, oh, right. I can sit up and do something a little longer, but I have to condition myself and train myself to just shut it down. So, yeah, it's all in progress, but I'm thankful for the information. Um, again, thank you guys for tuning in. We will... 
I want to say see you, but no, we will be back again next Sunday night, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, again, thank you guys for your support. We love you all. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At FriendsBeauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.